You're listening to The Kelly Track Show. I'm your host, Kelly Track, author, coach, and eternal optimist. Each week, I'll give you lessons to elevate your life, reclaim your personal power, and truly awaken and transform. Your best life starts right now. Hey there, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening today. I so appreciate having you here. Thank you as always for subscribing to the podcast, for rating and reviewing the show, and I am so stoked to have you here. You guys, the first audio failed, so I'm currently recording this coming in from Maui, the Ritz-Carlton in Maui, celebrating our friend Rebecca and Charlie's wedding. So that's where I am right now. You guys, it's so sunny here in Maui. Man, it's gorgeous. It's blue. It's divine. I've been laying out in the sun doing nothing. And then the audio totally crapped out on me. So thank you to Riley for giving me the heads up. So giving you this audio intro now. So this episode is so good today. It's all about how to really start playing big with your life and stop playing small. I know so many of you guys write in or have this feeling about feeling stuck or stagnant in your life. And you know, you're not really sure about what's next or you have question marks about what's going on in your life. And this episode today is going to give you some things for you to think about to help you feel a little less stuck and to not feel so small, especially if you feel like you are settling right now or going for something less than what is desired. This episode is dedicated to supporting you through that. This episode is sponsored by Podigy. Podigy is a service that edits podcasts. I am so lucky to have Podigy support the Kelly Track Show. So shout out to Riley, my editor, and Dan on doing the show notes. I so appreciate Podigy. You know, honestly, having other people create the show makes this podcast so much easier for me. And if you have a podcast of your own and you are ready to take it to the next level, I would so recommend using Podigy to do your episodes and all the back work and all the editing. Now, if you want to give Podigy a try, just mention the Kelly Track Show when you sign up to get 50% off your first month of editing. Now, support for this episode also comes from Teachable. So Teachable is the online platform where I host my courses. So Your Best Life and Your Conscious Empire, both of my courses live on Teachable and You guys, I seriously would not be able to live my life and run these amazing courses for you if I did not have a platform to support me. It is so beautiful. It's so easy. It's so streamlined. And if you use the link in the show notes to sign up, you get three free classes that teach you how to start an online course totally by yourself and how to nail the lighting and the sound and how to create content. All that stuff is there for you. It's the offer that Teachable gives to you guys because you are a divine listener of the Kelly Track Show. So if you want to check out Podigy or Teachable, the Links are in the show notes for you today. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in. I so love you guys. We are going to go back out for some more sun and then call it a day and just chill. I'm a little bit sunburnt, you guys. Oh my God. I'm trying really hard not to be like that one person in the wedding photos that looks like a tomato, but no guarantees. (laughs) All right, my friends. Thank you so much again. And let's get to the show. All right, people, let's get into this amazing episode right now. How to stop playing small. Oh my God. I remember being in a informational interview. Did you guys do those in university when you were like, sort of like career dating and you would go meet somebody for coffee. You would like say, Hey, I like what you do. Can we chat? And then you, you know, ask them some questions for 30 minutes. You take notes and then you pick up the bill and then you go on your merry way. I remember reaching out to somebody I really admired. I still admire her. (laughs) 
Shout out to Jen. If you're listening, you know who you are. So Jen was a former boss I had. She was my best boss of literally all time. And I remember being in an informational interview with her because our business school really pushed these things. They're like, go out there and network. And I'm like, ah, okay. (laughs) So there I was talking to Jen. And I remember us sitting. It was like a rainy Vancouver afternoon. We were sitting upstairs and we were in this restaurant and I was having a tea and I asked her, how do I know if I'm playing small? And this is such a powerful question. And I give myself a lot of kudos now reflecting back because I was asking that question when I was like in third year of university. So I must've been like, I don't know, 18 years old. Am I playing small with my life? This is something I want you to have a gut check in right now and really truly dig deep and ask yourself, talk to your intuition and just get that intuitive answer ask yourself, am I playing small with my life? And wait for the reply. P.S. I did that whole episode on how to listen to your intuition and how to hear your intuition. I'll link it in the show notes for you. Get quiet and take a second to hear the answer. And whatever way you feel the answer or hear the answer, or you have an internal knowingness, Usually when I ask yes or no questions, I can kind of get a direct yes or no right back. And this is a practice I've really cultivated my intuitive guidance and how I listen to my intuition and how I check in and all that kind of good stuff. So if you're lost, go back to that episode and listen and then come right back. But if you're listening right now and you kind of got a gut feeling, if you are playing it small with your life or if you are not, that's really good because that's the first step is just being honest with yourself. Now, what does playing it small really look like? Because this is sort of a vague word and I would like to demystify this a little bit. Playing it small means settling. So that means you're in a job that's just like mediocre. You don't really love it, but you're doing it for the money. That I would say is playing it small. You are not pursuing what really lights your soul on fire. You're not really doing something you love you're not really either, you know, fully creatively expressed, whether that's through a hobby or through a side gig or through a business, it feels unfulfilling. I would say that is definitely playing it small. If you're not taking any risks now, risk is a mindset. I did another episode about how to navigate risk and uncertainty. I will link that in the show notes as well. That was so powerful. Honestly, if you need to reframe how you think about risk and uncertainty, definitely listen in on that because it's so important because I have a very different methodology when it comes to the perception of risk and uncertainty. And it's a part of the mindset work that I teach. And it's part of my own methodologies that you learn when you enroll, especially in your conscious empire. Be asking yourself, am I taking enough risks? Am I really putting myself out there? And whatever this looks like for you, you know, we put ourselves out there in different ways. Maybe it's literally saying to that cute guy at the coffee shop, Hey, what's the Wi-Fi password? You guys, that's literally taking a risk and putting yourself out there. Maybe that looks like getting on Instagram stories for the very first time and showing your face and saying, hey, I offered this product, like DM me if you wanna chat about it. That could be putting yourself out there and taking a risk. It's doing something out of your comfort zone. And this is like a loose definition of just doing something out of your comfort zone. But as long as you're doing something out of your comfort zone, in my eyes, you are taking a risk and you are moving the needle forward. So be asking yourself this question, am I taking risks? Another way you might be playing it small is if you are not very satisfied with your life. If you hear that statement like your best life or live in your best life, or you see people on Instagram totally rocking it or nailing it or having a great time and you look at them and you get that really gross, icky, sinking feeling. That is 
an intuitive message for you that you are not on your path, right? You see these people and it makes you feel inferior or it makes you jealous. And, you know, if you had the right mindset, you would look at those people and see them as expanders or people that you could become, or you would be able to learn from them. And, you know, success always leaves clues. And you'd look at these people and you think, oh my God, if they can do it, I can too. But if you're looking at all these people online and you get that gross feeling after an Instagram scroll or you see people who are like really living in their zone of genius and you just kind of walk away feeling upset about your life, you're probably playing at small, just to be honest, because this is a real talk show and I'm not about to just like lie to you. And you know why I do this? It's because I wish somebody told me this stuff because I used to play it small. Now, another way you might be playing it small with your life is if you are playing to not lose. Okay, this is a bit of a difference here and you just have to be patient and hear me explain this first. When it comes to life, you can play to win or you can play to not lose. Now, you might be listening and thinking, okay, those things sort of sound the same. Did you not take English, Kelly? Excuse me, I actually took English and English AP Lit, okay, LOL. Just saying, oh my God, LOL. Don't write that in your AP Lit exam. Anyways, doesn't matter. I got enough credit from AP English to be good. This is not my point. What I'm trying to say is that there's a huge difference between playing to win at life and playing to not lose. So playing to win looks like living out your strength, living out your dharma, living on purpose, doing what you really love, setting your soul on fire. Playing to win means going all out, like no excuses, no backing down, going for what you really desire, like winning and doing it for reals. Okay. That's playing to win. Playing to not lose means playing to the lowest common denominator, right? So this is like just barely scraping by with whatever job you're doing and settling. So you can just keep paying rent or just continuing to do the mundane because that's the way it's always been done. Playing not to lose looks a lot like just accepting the status quo and just making ends meet by doing what society tells you to do. There's a very big difference between the people who play to win and you know those people, you follow them on Instagram, they're probably your expanders as Lacey Phillips would say. It's the people who are really rocking it, the people you admire. That's because they're playing to win, they're going out of their comfort zone, they're doing what it takes to live their best life and they don't settle for anything less than that. Playing to not lose really looks like honestly settling for what you think you can get or settling for second best or just like, like I said, barely scraping by with the things that don't really let you up, but you do it anyways because it makes you money or it gives you side income. And you know, it might be working at the coffee shop you don't like just to make ends meet or still working retail, even though you are way past that and you have a degree and you shouldn't be doing that anymore. Do you know what I mean? It's those things where we keep saying yes, even though our intuition says no, and they make us feel small. And you know, we still take them because our self-worth isn't high enough. And, you know, this is stuff where we are still playing to not lose, right? It makes sense, right? Because you don't want to go into debt or you don't want to miss rent or you want to be able to pay your credit card bill. So you're just sort of doing what it takes to make it past. Does that make sense? I hope that's really clear. That difference between playing to win and playing to not lose. It's a mindset shift, Another way you might be playing it small is if you are not taking action on your dreams and desires. 
I see a lot of people do this and it's kind of heartbreaking because there's a lot of people I follow on Instagram, their friends or their peers or whatever they are. And they have amazing, gorgeous talent. Like, you know, that friend that has so much talent, but they just never really go for it. And you're like, why? You're so awesome. You're so smart. You're so good at this. This is your zone of genius. Like, hello, you would be amazing if you were a comedian or if you sold this in an art fair, or if you did this full time, like your stuff is really good, but they just don't see it. If you are not taking action on what really lights you up wholeheartedly, and like I said, it doesn't have to be a business. It doesn't have to be something you make money on. It could literally look like showing up at 6 p.m. on a Tuesday night for that pottery class you really enjoy, and then calling your friend after to talk about how much fun you had doing something that lights you up. If you're not taking action on what really deeply fulfills you, and you just are sort of sitting in the mud or in the muck and you're kind of complaining about your life and the fact that it sucks and you don't really get to live your best life or your life is just really mediocre or you're sick of the mundane, but you're not taking action, keyword, taking action, then you are playing it small because you know what you should be doing, but you're just not doing it. Now, another way in which you may be playing small is if your life this year looked exactly like your life last year. So have a check-in. Did 2018 look exactly like 2017? Like, did you do the exact same thing? Was there anything really out there or innovative or new or different or something where you really went out of your comfort zone? If 2017 and 2018 looked identical and you did the same thing, went to the same place, showed up at the same place every day, ate the same things, went to the same vacation spots, like you essentially just took 2017 and you went copy paste and you made 2018. If that was the case for you, you are 100% playing it small because nothing's new, right? Nothing's changing. Nothing's being shaken up. There's no innovation, no big next steps, nothing new. You know, that's definitely a place to check in. If you're living the exact same year out again and again and again, you already can predict what your 2019 is going to look like. No matter how many goals you set or intentions or whatever, if you did 2018 and it looked just like 2017, uh, 2019 and 2020 and 2021, I bet you hundred bucks they're all going to be the same until you decide to stop playing small with your life and really, really go for it. And if your 2018 looked really different than your 2017, I want to give you a huge congrats, okay? Because there's a lot of you listening and it did look different and you really went for it and you were like, yeah, this is the year I'm going to do some cool shit with my life and like make it real and make it happen. No excuses. Kudos to you because... That is a small percent of people, and I know that's you because you listen to the Kelly Track Show and we talk about these kinds of things. And I want to give you serious credit and like literally pat yourself on the back right now for having the courage to go for it because a lot of people just don't. Now, last but not least, this might be another way in which you're playing it small. If you just accept the status quo and accept what is, if you're like, well, this is my life, all right, check please. Like if you have that attitude, you are 100% playing it small. If you don't think you can do more or go for more or push for more or ask for a raise or you know, quit or say yes or break up or reconnect, like if you don't think you can do it, chances are you can't because if you don't think you can, you never will, right? If you don't think you can make a million dollars, you never will. But if you believe you can make a million dollars, you you will be able to make a million dollars. It comes down to mindset and belief. So if you just don't believe that it's possible, it will never be possible, right? If you just are like, well, we're never going to Mars. See ya. That's just a total write-off. Elon Musk believes that we can all go to Mars, okay? So there's the group of people who play it small and are like, we're never going to go to Mars. 
might as well not try. And then there's the people who have the mindset of, we can totally do this, we can go to Mars, and not just go to Mars, but live on Mars. And then you have the Elon Musks of the world who are not playing it small. Does this make sense? I hope this is clear for you. All right, so those are some ways in which you might have that check-in and have some clarity around if you're playing it small with your life. And it should feel like a very much, a, oh my God, I'm playing it small or nah, I'm doing really well and yippee, I'm like really rocking it. And if you're really rocking it, amazing. And if you feel like you're still stagnant and playing it small, totally amazing. You're totally in the right spot. You so, so are. Because now we're gonna transition and I'm gonna teach you how to stop playing it small so that your 2019 is gonna look really different and exactly like how you envision it, right? We all make those vision boards or those Pinterest boards. I know for me, I make a Pinterest board for every year and this is gonna be the year where it, looks like that. Like, hello, Pinterest board IRL, which means in real life. <laughs> seriously, seriously, seriously. So let's get started on this episode and some top takeaway tips. The very first tip is the difference between a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. So there are many different types of mindset and the mindset work is something I am extremely passionate about because I had spent years and years and years mastering my mindset so that I could go out there and do cool stuff with my life, right? I get to do kellytrack.com full-time and like have this rad life where as you're listening right now, I am in Maui, in Wailea doing nothing. (laughs) Honestly, it's because I have trained my mindset to believe in myself no matter what, to believe that I'm worthy and that I'm good enough to work on absolutely everything that's holding me back or any kind of weird self-limiting beliefs that I can't or I'm not good enough or I'm not ready or I can't do that. I cleaned up all my fear, my doubt, my worry, my insecurities, all that had to go 100 percent first and foremost before I could really play big with my life. So I want to talk a little bit about the difference between a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. This is super key. And the mindset work is something I teach you really in depth when you enroll in my course, Your Best Life. And it really truly is the foundation for an exceptional life, like no excuses. And the mindset work, I love it because it's available to everybody, no matter your economic background or your upbringing or whatever you identify yourself as everybody has a mind, everybody can master it, right? It's just how we tame that voice inside our head and we return to love. That's legit it in a nutshell. So the growth mindset always looks like this. I can do it. What if it looked like this? What if this was a possibility? I've never seen this before. What if we made it real? It looks like, how could we make this happen? What if life was more like that? It's asking yourself the question, what do I need to do to get there? How can I expand and open up to get over there? Who's already doing it that I can copy? A growth mindset is a one that is open to possibilities and opportunities, right? It's like you are wearing these special goggles. And when you wear the goggles, you can actually see all of the possibilities, right? It is a trained mindset because a lot of people, let me tell you straight up, they do not go through life wearing the special growth mindset goggles. They see life as it is. And the people who have the growth mindset are the people that question the status quo and ask what if, and they are visionaries and they are dreamers and they are people like you that have cool ideas. And that's because they are 
always asking the question like, what if? They believe in growth. They believe in change. They believe that anybody can change at any time. That just because it's one way, it doesn't mean it can't be another way. And they look at things and they say, hey, what if I did it like this? Or this is a really stagnant topic. What if I made it different? You know, a very good example of growth mindset is like me and how I view business. Like I was like, there's so many online courses about business, but nobody teaches it in the way I want to learn. Or nobody talks about the spiritual aspect about business and how business is a spiritual practice. And you have to learn things like trust and devotion and showing up on the days when you want to cry and quit. Like, yes, all the other good stuff and the tangible bits about testing and validating your idea before you build it and all the stuff I call the Silicon Valley approach and how to market and sell and create and price and all that good stuff. And the other kind of more spiritual or woo-woo or pieces around mindset when it comes to business and believing you're good enough, it's the growth mindset of saying, hey, A lot of people are teaching business out there, but nobody teaches it like Kelly Track. And what if I created it? Because that is not met in the market right now. But here's the deal. This is where a lot of people are not wearing the growth mindset goggles. They look at things as if they are fixed. They say, that is how it is. And that's the way it's always going to be done. Because we do it like this, we have to do it like this. There is no opportunity to change. Because this is the fastest way on the road that Google Maps says, we have to take this. I don't care what your opinion is. We all know these people. These are the kind of people that really suck to have on your team. We all know these people. You can probably think of like one or two people in your life that have this fixed mindset. They are like the grouchy bears that don't want to do anything new. They don't want to try that new restaurant. They don't want to try that new Ethiopian food. They definitely don't want to sit on that floor in that Japanese restaurant and cross their legs and have to take off their shoes. They're like, excuse me, can I just get like a plastic fork and knife? And you're like, hello, environment, duh. And we're in a Japanese restaurant. So hello, chopsticks, like get in the flow, yo. (laughs) This is what I'm talking about here. It's the people who are really fixed. They're like, this is how it's always done. And you are not allowed to change the system. Fixed mindsets, in my opinion, you know, if you look at it, it's like people, you know, in unions where there's a lot of red tape and structure, and this is how we have to follow it. And big systems that are really bureaucratic. And there's a lot of steps and like, it's the opposite. Fixed mindset, if you look at it, it's like, this is how we always do it. A lot of people are like, this is like the corporate traditional setting, whereas a growth mindset is like the startup mentality and what can we get away with? And we have only two people on our team and let's run it and build it so it scales. You know, it's a very different mindset of how you view the world. Those of you that work in corporate offices and in really corporate settings, you understand what the fixed mindset looks like. And it sure as hell feels like crap. Am I right? Oh my God. It's like, if you are a visionary and you have dreams and goals and you believe in possibility, those kind of areas are absolutely suffocating in my opinion. Like your dreams will die out so fast. Like my God, like run for the hills when you have those situations. Cause those do not help whatsoever. Because when you hang around a lot of people with a fixed mindset, you are a product of your environment, right? So lo and behold, you get a fixed mindset. You can't really see the possibilities anymore. You get a little bit jaded. You're like, well, you have to go through steps one, two, and three to get to step four. When in fact, maybe they could just do a roundabout way of going from step one to step four. Do you know what I mean? That is the example of a fixed mindset. So take a second and have a check-in and ask yourself, where do I have a fixed mindset in my life right now? Where am I saying things like, this is the way it has to be. This is how it's done. No matter what I do, it's always going to look like this. I have to accept this. This is all I've got right now. This is my only option. Hey friends, it's me. I just wanted to swing by really quickly in the middle of this juicy episode and let you know that you can snag some of my best top tier business strategies that I use myself in my own business and what I teach in your conscious empire. 
which is my online class that teaches you how to build a heart-centered business, how to do what you adore, and most importantly, how to free yourself financially. Now, I always get asked the same question, which is this, how exactly I built this business, how I earn a full-time income doing what I love, and how I grew this into a successful and legit thing. Well, in this course, I guide you step-by-step in radical honesty so you can do it too. Your Conscious Empire teaches you everything. It's seriously your roadmap and your best friend. You'll learn everything, like how you master your mindset as an entrepreneur, how you build something with a $0 budget, how you test and validate your ideas before you spend money. This is exactly how you get stuff off the ground. And in addition, you're gonna learn how to consciously sell your products and items, market in the heart-centered way, and what it takes to grow your business into a conscious empire of your own. Now, what I want to share with you today is the fact that you can preview a few of these video modules from this exact course and totally experience what my students are loving right now. So hurry on over to the show notes and go preview about an hour of some of my best top tier strategies, ideas, and action items that you can implement right now to start your dream business or take what you got and go to the next level. All right, my friends, back to the show. One of the things I teach in depth in Your Conscious Empire is the entrepreneurial mindset, right? A fixed mindset says there's option A and option B, okay? Entrepreneurs say there's C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, Z, okay? Entrepreneurs will find all of the other opportunities and that's because that's the growth mindset. So where in your life are you thinking that things are fixed, that they are just purely black and white? It's literally a toggle switch. Do this or don't do this. Where are you looking through the lens of a fixed mindset in your life? Because wherever you're doing that, you are 100% settling and playing small. Now, if you're looking at the growth mindset and you're looking through life through those goggles of the growth mindset, you are asking the questions and the bigger, more juicy, meaningful questions in life of what if it would be like this? Or how can I create it like this? Or how could I make it simpler or easier or design something that was more beautiful? Or what if websites look like this? Or what if mugs were designed like that? You know, it's those kinds of questions. Those are the fun people to hang around. You know, the people that are innovating and doing cool things and reimagining stuff. One of my favorite companies out there, it's called IDEO and they recreate systems. Like they'll recreate the shopping cart and there's a fixed mindset of this is how a shopping cart looks. And then there's IDEO that literally recreates a shopping cart and, you know, looks at how users interact with the shopping cart and how they work and what's wrong and they tweak it. And we all think that the shopping cart is supposed to look a certain way in a fixed way. When you show up to get your groceries, you're like, this is the shopping cart. It makes this annoying squeak. And one of the wheels is a little bit icky. And this is how it always is. That's the fixed mindset. Then there's the growth mindset of the people who are like, let's innovate this, right? Let's reimagine the shopping cart. So where in your life are you reimagining the shopping cart? And where in your life are you just assuming that because the shopping cart is like this, this is how it is. P.S. If you need some tips on how to be more expanded and see new possibilities, start hanging out with people that see that kind of stuff. Start watching videos, start learning, watch TED Talks, like go out there, get educated, get cultured, okay? Go learn from people who are doing it differently. Go expand your horizon, right? We can get really narrow and fixated if we just do the exact same thing day in and day out. And if your life, like I said, if 2017 looks exactly like 2018, chances are you didn't do a lot of different stuff. So 
make the intention to go do different things because when you get new perspective points and you try different things or you go to a different restaurant or order a different coffee and you, you know, have a chat with the barista, you never know what might come from that, right? It's circulating your energy, which is something I talk a lot about in your conscious empire. A lot of people ask me, hey, Kelly, you do this show once a week and you create all this stuff. Do you ever run out of ideas? No, because I have this immense growth mindset and I am constantly trying to learn new things and stretch my mind and go and learn like hundred percent. So go do that because that's how you get the growth mindset. Okay. Number two, when it comes to playing small, chances are you are not going for what you really want. So in the true style of the Spice Girls, I mean, hello, 90s children or people who love 90s music are going to love this reference. So as the Spice Girls famously said, they said, tell me what you want, what you really, really want. So tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I want, I want, I want a zigga, 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 ah. And nobody really knows what zigga, 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 ah means, but Fill in the blank with whatever zigga, 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 ah means for you. Now, this is really important. Getting clear on what you really, really want, okay? There is a difference between the stuff we say we want and then the stuff that pulls at our heartstrings, right? It's our zigga, zigga, ahs. It's those things where we're like, OMG, yes, I want that. That has my name on it. When I see people doing that thing, I picture myself doing it too. Tell me what you want, what you really, really want. When it comes to living a super fulfilled, happy life and really being that kind of person that radiates at the party and just glows, those are the people that are pursuing what they love, right? They are doing what they really, really want with their life. They don't have their negative inner critic holding them back. They've mastered their mindset. They don't care about what other people think. And they are so on purpose and so on their path and so doing their dharma in the world. We all know what those people are like at the party. They literally glow. It's like they have taken some sort of magic pill. Do you have those friends that just like radiate the good vibes? That's because they are doing what they really, really, really want with their life. So here's the deal, peeps. I want you to get immensely clear on what you truly desire and not what you think you should do or what you should do with your life or what your parents say or what your coworkers say or what your partner says. It's what you want for your life because there's only one person that gets to live your life and it's you, right? And if you are busy wasting your time doing stuff to fit into everybody else's societal norms or what your profs think or what is going to please your parents, that is not a cool way to spend your life. And a hundred percent chance, if you do this forever, you will regret it immensely when you die. Cause that's not cool. Like hanging out on your deathbed and thinking, man, I should have taken a page from the Spice Girls. Like seriously, just gone for what I really, really, wanted. That's why you are amazing. And you're listening to this podcast and you are a seeker and I adore you because you ask the bigger, harder questions in life. Cause hello, when was the last time we took a second to check in and ask ourselves, well, what do I really, really want? Like, what do I want? What do I want with my life? How do I want my life to look? What do I want to do with my days? How do I want to feel? Zan brought up that amazing thing in her episode. I'll link out that episode with Zan Farrow in the show notes. It was so beautiful and gorgeous. And she was just always asking herself that question. How do I want to feel? And that led her to doing her own business. And ask yourself this question. Don't let life pass you by without taking that intentional pause to say, whoa, am I really doing what I really, really want? Or am I just going with the flow? This is a powerful quote. Only dead fish go with the flow. Man, isn't that crazy? Like, it's so true. 
All the people who are living like shallow, empty lives that are unfulfilling are the dead fish going with the flow. And that's so not you because you are a seeker and you're on your divine path. Now back to the Spice Girls. Thank God for the Spice Girls. You guys, what would we do without the Spice Girls? And the 90s children? Oh my God. What would we do without the Spice Girls? You guys, my favorite Spice Girl was Baby Spice. Like, hello, Baby Spice. I have the blonde hair and the blue eyes. Easy, easy Halloween outfit. I want you to really figure out what you want and take a second to get out a piece of paper or a journal or something and get clear on what you really want. When I am working with my beautiful divine coaching clients and when I have people that apply for life coaching or business coaching, the very first question I always ask is, what's your 10-year vision? And I ask this question because I want to know what you really, really want. Like when all the possibilities are available to you, what do you intrinsically want? Now, you cannot screw around with this answer. You cannot pretend. You cannot lie. You cannot make something up that's going to sound good. I want to know what you really, really want. Another thing here is to not screw around. Like, don't joke yourself. You know, your life, it's limited. It's got an expiry date. Like, you and I, we're, no, uh, we're not much better than the can of tomato sauce that's getting mold in the fridge. <laughs> so we don't really have a ton of time to screw around and not do stuff we love because we are like the tomato sauce and one day we're going to get a ton of mold and it ain't going to look cute anymore. <laughs> so we really want to get clear on what that vision looks like and what we want for our lives. So have that check-in and really ask yourself, am I doing what I want for my life or am I doing what other people want me to do for my life? This really comes to living a life that's based out of your soul or a life that's out of your ego. And if you're one who's living a life out of your ego, your best life is totally a class for you because I talk a ton about how I did a lot of things out of ego and pursued stuff that wasn't really for me and did it anyways to get the accolades and the achievements and the awards. And I would just do it because it looked good or because I wanted to make the cover of Inc. Magazine or I wanted to impress people at a party by telling them that I was in Y Combinator. That's all out of ego. Honestly, if nobody even bought a damn thing off kellytrack.com anymore, I would still freaking show up and do it. If I had to be anonymous and if this was anonymous.com, I would still do it. Like, I don't care. I'm not doing this out of ego anymore. It's a soul-fueled thing. So if you're still pursuing a life where you're doing it to look on paper, to impress others, to sound good at a party, to keep up with the Joneses, to keep up with the peers, to look impressive man, um, I understand you and I resonate with that a lot. And if that's you, my only advice, if I could give you a piece of advice, and if you want a piece of advice is to clean that shit up ASAP, because that's a really fast track to never feeling fulfilled and nothing feeling good enough. And I know that for a fact, because that's how I felt every freaking day in business school. And when I was living in San Francisco, pursuing stuff that was misaligned. So your best life is hundred percent the course for you. If so, because you'll learn how to reverse all that when you enroll in that class. Now, the third thing I want to chat about after you have figured out what you really, really want is to understand that anything can change. Now, I am a possibility junkie. Possibility is my number one top core value. It's something I really believe in. I am the kind of person that thinks everything is possible. Like if you give Kelly Track some sort of thing to solve, she'll figure it out. She'll be like, well, let's just figure this out. I am very entrepreneurial and scrappy and smart and strategic. And I know how to, as I call it, rub stones together to make a fire. Like 
if you're a me and we're stranded on a desert island, I'm like, okay, Kelly Track can rub these stones together and figure it out how to make a fire. Like that's how I started my business. That's how I do everything is ridiculously scrappy and strategic and figuring it out, whatever it takes. Like everybody's like, you need wood to start a fire. I'll be like, let's try it with these stones. Let's see what I can do. And it's building something out of nothing. So possibility is one of the most important things to harness and to have. And you have to believe that everything is possible and that everything is possible for your life. This is a mindset. I talk about this a lot in your best life is dwelling in possibility, not always being the person that shuts down ideas or is like, oh, you can't do that. Or I couldn't really make money doing that. Or that's just like a hobby thing. But to be the person that says, what if, what if I was that one who could make the podium and get the gold medal at the Olympics? What if I am that one? That's possibility, my friends. Possibility is contagious. It's what starts fires. It's what ignites your heart. It's what really sets things in motion is having that possibility. So don't be afraid to question the status quo, to go against everybody else, to be the black sheep, to ask the harder questions in life. The people who challenge the status quo are always the successful ones. Like, hello, Steve Jobs. Like, look at Steve Jobs challenged this status quo so hard and he was so deep and rooted in possibility. I bet anybody that you admire or look up to or if they have a YouTube channel you love or a podcast or a book or an author or a speaker, that's because they decided to absolutely challenge the status quo and they decide to believe in the possibility of themselves and turn their life around, create something the world hadn't seen before, redo something entirely, revolutionize an industry. That is the divine beauty of possibility and you need that in order to start playing bigger with your life. Having that possibility and seeing the possibilities in your life. And if you can't see the possibilities, you learn how to see the possibilities when you enroll in your best life because it's the mindset work. Remember, mindset, 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 (laughs) always. Now it's time for the fourth thing. And I'm going to say this is arguably one of the harder action steps. It's to stop settling. I really would love for you to get clear on what you're settling on right now. Are you settling on that job you don't like? Are you just taking it because it's what you should do, even though you kind of hate it and you absolutely hate the commute and your feet get soaking wet every single time you go to work and have to walk and take transit? Like, are you settling? Get clear on that. Are you settling in that relationship that's mediocre and ho-hum and it's just okay. And there's a lot of things about your partner that you wish you could change, but they like literally will not change. Chances are you're probably settling. Are you settling in your business? Like you've started something up, but it's just sort of sitting there. It's not really doing anything. You're not really making money off of it. Your website isn't really complete or you're not really getting clients. And you're also just not doing anything about it. Maybe you're settling by taking misaligned work, like you're in some sort of role you don't like, you work for minimum wage when you know you shouldn't. Maybe you are settling by staying really small in a barista job when you know you could be like a million times better and doing something different, but you're kind of just afraid to go for it. Really get clear and honest with yourself about where you are settling. And that's always the first step. As I always say, awareness is like 80% of the game. Awareness is 80% of the game. I think I repeat that in all my courses like a million times. And I share it on the podcast a ton because when you're clear about where you're settling in life, you know, because it's like, oh, this, yes. Okay, gotcha. Maybe you're living in an apartment you don't really enjoy. Maybe your living situation doesn't really light you up. Maybe you're still living at home and it's not really bringing you fulfillment, but you're kind of nervous to take the leap and move out. Maybe you're going to a university or a college that you don't really like, but you've settled when you wanted to go somewhere else. You just settled for what you thought you could just get. 
One of the things I teach a ton in Your Conscious Empire is the importance of going for what you want, not what you think you can get. I'm going to repeat that again. Go for what you want, not what you think you can get. Always, 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 always. And that comes back to a mindset piece and a self-worth piece and believing that you're good enough. And that mindset work, I teach you how to really do in the module called Program Your Mindset for Success, which is module one of Your Conscious Empire Maybe you're settling in that gig when they offered you that salary and you didn't even negotiate or they offered you that raise and then you just took it and you didn't say, hey, can you even boost this up a little bit more? That's settling too. It's not asking for more, not dreaming bigger, just taking what you can get. It's sort of as if you are getting served at the restaurant and they bring you a dish that you don't really like and you just take it and you're like, oh, okay, even though you didn't really want it or you didn't order it or the order is wrong or you have allergies and they brought you something with croutons on top and you're celiac and you just accept it, that's settling. You're not allowed to settle. I know this is where it gets hard. And this is why I said this one is hard because it's really easy to settle and stay in our comfort zones. But we all know that nothing cool comes from comfort zones, right? So let's talk a little bit about plan big. Playing big and going for what you really, really desire requires you to no longer settle for the things that make you feel small and inadequate, right? That means actually turning down that job where you earn the minimum wage, leaving that living situation that you don't love, saying no to that job that you're not really lit up by, like leaving those places where you feel small. Because when you accept things that make you feel small and make you feel like less than, that's the message you put out to the universe, right? The universe knows. I always say that you can't pull the wool over the universe's eyes. The universe knows. Energy does not lie. So if you're settling and taking what you think you can get and going for second best or settling for scraps, that's what you are getting back. And I know this is a hard pill to swallow because I used to settle a ton. Oh my God. I would settle for jobs where they didn't pay me enough. I would settle for internships where they just didn't give me any money whatsoever. I would work for free. I would settle for living conditions that weren't my favorite. I would settle when my roommates wouldn't clean up after themselves and I would get pissed, but I wouldn't say anything and I would just settle. Settling is very slippery. It's a slippery slope because when you start to settle, you just continue to settle. So have the courage to take one action step this week to say no, to put your foot down demand for something else. Or if you want to be super magnetic, outright quit. I know, scary. And you're probably like, oh my God, Kelly, I can't do that. Well, if it makes you feel like crap and you still do it every single day, just know that the universe can't give you something better while you're still holding on to that, right? It makes sense. If you're really busy in a job that you don't like, let's use job for example, because it's easy. If you're showing up for a nine to five that you absolutely hate, it sucks your soul. It's not fun. You get so exhausted at the end of the day and just want to binge Netflix when you're done. And you're also simultaneously saying, hey, universe, can you send me another job? But if you continually show up for stuff that is not really in alignment with your soul and you continually say yes to that thing you're settling for, like that misaligned work and that nine to five, the universe can't be like, oh man, yeah, here you go. Here's this. That's super hard because your self-worth is quite low, right? Because you stay in what you think you can get. So have the courage to quit stuff and just quit things that are not working, you know? I'm a big fan of quitting and I made another episode. I'll link out to it in the show notes as well about how quitting is underrated. I have quit many things in my life, many things. And some people are like, oh, quitting's bad. I love quitting. Quitting is so powerful because it's always like the universe is like, wow, look who is so powerful. 
Look who has high self-worth. Look who knows what they want. Every time I have quit something, something good has come my way because I'm like, "Ah, I ain't taking that no more. I'm not doing this. My self-worth is higher than that. I deserve more money. I can't work for free. I remember when I finally quit that internship where they didn't pay me. I felt so good about my life. So good about my life. And honestly, like, man, it's the best feeling ever. So if you can quit something, even if it's something tiny, like saying no to babysitting your neighbors and being like, no, I'm not doing that. Like I can't, I hate that. Those children are evil. Like they're so annoying and they bite my toes. Like I'm not doing that anymore. (laughs) Say no, have the courage to quit, put your foot down and don't settle. Now, if you have a business and we are working together in one-on-one coaching and you are working with me and I'm your business coach, I will get very clear and figure out where you are settling. Like, I will want to know what your other jobs are paying you, how much money you're making, how much income you have, where your income sources are. Like, I ask these questions. Like, this is why I'm like, you know, when I work with coaching clients, it's like 100% transparency because I will ask these questions outright or even in our consult call. I'm like, how much are you making? Like, I want to know what people are settling for because in coaching, we get rid of that so that you can be really magnetic and really stand in your self-worth and really lean into what you love. Because if you are still, you know, working as a barista for minimum wage, or if you still have money coming in from a source that feels misaligned and you know, you can really outgrow it by now, but you're still holding on because it feels safe. We clear that stuff up because that is not good. And that's not a good message to send to the universe when you're trying to create something important in the world. It makes a lot of sense and you have to be willing to walk away from the things that don't light you up in order to make space for what really does. And it it makes sense. Like, think about it. If you are dating that guy who is like a total loser, okay? So think about that person that you've dated in the past and they were like, oh my God, that person. You were really embarrassed. You dated them. It's kind of an embarrassing story. You wouldn't want to tell anybody because you know what? He's like a serious loser. Now, Remember how awesome it was when you finally walked away from that relationship and you were like not dating that person anymore? And you're like, OMG, I dodged a bullet. Yeah, that feels so good. And in order to make space for an awesome relationship, you have to break up with the person that sucks, right? It makes sense. It makes sense. So do it in your other areas of your life too, right? Break up with the stuff you hate and get the person and the relationship that you love. Makes sense. Makes sense. Take relationships and dating and apply it to all the other areas of your life. All right, so step five. This is really closely tied with no longer settling and it's making a habit to get out of your comfort zone. So if you want to play big and play to your strengths and play to win, you're gonna do a lot of stuff that you've never done before. This comes with the territory of stepping outside of your comfort zone, right? As I like to call it, you know, it's jumping into the void, jumping into the unknown, It's that moment when you are swimming in the open ocean and you no longer can touch the bottom of the seafloor. You're like, I officially cannot touch the sand. I have to swim. I am in water. This is real. You can't just put your feet on the floor anymore. You're like, you're legit swimming, right? And you're like, I have to remember all the things I learned in like very early swimming lessons because this is the real deal. That, my friends, is super important. Making a habit to get out of your comfort zone and actually leave it. Because people who do awesome, cool things with their life, they do not just sit on their couch every single night and watch Netflix, okay? 
Seriously, the people on Instagram that you look up to, they don't go home and binge watch Netflix every single night. They take action on what's scary and they do it quickly, right? So people that you really admire, they don't just sit there and twiddle their thumbs. It's that action of being like, okay, what's scary? What's the next thing? Like, who do I need to pitch? Who do I need to reach out to? What do I need to spend money on? How can I invest in myself? What big, scary next step should I take? It's asking your intuition, getting that action step and taking immense action on it immediately. I am really big for taking action right now because here's the deal. If you have a next step and you're like, I want to do that thing. That seems like a great idea. This is a really great idea. And then do, 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 the Jeopardy music. Uh Oh, the Jeopardy music. You're not doing anything about it. Oh man, this is a dangerous, tricky, slippery slope because once you have the vision and you see that action step, but you pause and your inner critic talks you out of it, it ain't ever going to happen. And that's when you find yourself just going back on Instagram for another scroll or sitting down on the couch and watching Netflix. If you need help with your inner critic to get through that stage and to really jump into the void, I teach you that a ton when you enroll in your conscious empire because that's been a huge piece for me and my business and going to the next level is taking action immediately and learning how to flex that muscle. Because once you do it and you get success from it, you're like, oh, this is easy. And you just do it again. I had a friend tell me the other day, she's like, you're always going to the next level, Kelly. And I'm like, yeah, because I make it a habit, right? Otherwise I won't, I'll just get stagnant. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to chill here for a while. And that's great. If you just like whatever you've got, like if you're happy with the plateau, roll with the plateau. But like for me, I'm the kind of person that has a huge vision and calling on their life. And I just quite frankly, can't sit still because that vision needs to come into reality and different humans get different visions, right? So if you have this really big grand vision for your life, it's going to require a whole different version of you. That person that you visualize in 10 years, you're going to have to do a whole lot of different stuff to become that person because who you are right now can't do those kinds of things. Does that make sense? In order to become that person, you have to make it a habit out of getting out of your comfort zone. So probably my biggest 10-year vision and the really crystal clear vision that I have meditated on and visualized, it's in my goals book, which is a strategy I teach in both your conscious empire and your best life is me doing a speaking tour and me speaking in the San Francisco Grace Cathedral. You guys, I saw Gabby Bernstein speak and I saw her speak there and it was sunset and it was had these beautiful like pinky, purpley lilac clouds in the sky in San Francisco. And I remember walking up to go see her speak when she was on the Universe Had Your Back book tour and I saw her speak and it was one of those moments where I was like, OMG, that's exactly what I need to do with my life. And I was still in San Francisco at the time and I was volunteering at her event and it was one of those light bulb moments. And you know what? If I want to become that person that has a like New York Times bestselling book and can speak all over the world and get paid to speak internationally and go on book tour and speak in front of hundreds of people, uh, that version of Kelly Track is immensely different from the one who's talking to you right now, right? You know what I mean? It's the same thing for you that vision that you have of yourself, even if it's a one-year vision of yourself and you see yourself maybe rocking that blog or that book or that online course or making that thing or starting that podcast, it's going to require a different version of you because 
if you were capable of doing that right this second, you probably would have already done it, right? But you haven't and you have a little bit of ways to go and that's all good. That's the journey. So the way to make that happen sooner is to take action immediately on what you know. So jump into the void, go take action and get out of your comfort zone. That's how you play big. Because if you're not pushing past your comfort zone, you are doing what you've always done. Now, there's this pretty harsh term in business school that I learned, and it's kind of true. You know, they always said, if you're a business, you are doing two things. You're either growing or you're dying. And I'm like, what? You're either growing or dying? Like, no, there's like a plateau level. Well, in traditional business school, they don't really see it like that. It's either you're growing and your business is growing and you're getting more clients and customers and more people, or you've hit this plateau. And if you've hit a plateau and all your strategies aren't working and things aren't working anymore and customer acquisition isn't happening and new people aren't coming on, you're sort of shrinking and getting smaller and you've sort of hit this flat line. And I remember thinking, this is stupid. There should be three options say the same, increase or decrease. But in traditional business school's eyes, there's either grow or die. So you're either staying in your comfort zone and dying or you're growing. There is no in between. And sometimes when I'm like really nervous to do something, I remind myself it's you're either growing or you're dying. Kelly, your business is either growing or it's dying. And I always find that like gets the fire under my ass because I'm like, oh man, (laughs) I got to do something about it, right? And that's part of the journey of being a seeker is to always be expanding and growing into that vision that you have for yourself and not hitting that plateau where you're like, oh my goodness, what am I doing? So my dear friends, jump into the avoid and make a habit out of getting out of your comfort zone. And another thing I love to remind myself and something I want to remind you of today, I know I've said this a million times on the podcast, but it's so powerful. If you want a different life, you have to do different things, think different thoughts, and take different actions. You have to do different stuff. Like you gotta do a lot of stuff you've never done before. Hiring a coach, whether that's hiring me, hiring somebody else, investing in yourself, like investing in a class, enrolling in your best life, enrolling in your conscious empire, paying to take some sort of online workshop, like whatever that thing is that you haven't done before, it's doing that kind of stuff. Doing the things and honestly taking action on the stuff that you have never done before, like raising your hand and saying like, Hey, I need help with this. I'm at this point right now in my business where I'm really on the lookout for a specific person to help me on my team. And it's like raising my hand and saying, I don't know how to do this and I need help. And I don't really know what I need to do in this. And I'm not super clear on it. So it's like researching, asking for help, asking friends advice, like Googling stuff online for hours, trying to figure out who I can hire to help me. It's knowing that you have to take different actions to get a different result, right? And last but not least, you have to think different thoughts. This is where the mindset work comes into the play. So if you're always saying like, oh, I can't make a million dollars or like, I can't do that or I can't make six figures or I'm not gonna make six figures this year, y'all, that's what you're gonna get. I know that's a really, you know, monetary business example and some of you guys don't have businesses and that's totally cool, but it just illustrates that point of what you feed your thoughts and what kind of thoughts you think, it just grows. So if you're always saying, oh, hey, I'm not making six figures this year. Yo, you just told the universe not to send you six figures this year. And I don't know about you, but that's not my preferred style of making money. I wanna be like, hey universe, I am abundant and in the flow and you can send me all you want and all the students you want. That sounds really good and gorgeous. Keep it coming. You know, when you say things and you kind of repeat the same thoughts all the time of I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, I can't. Who am I to do that? Oh, I can't do that. I should always stay and just do this. I can't really go for what I want. That's not gonna help you get to your vision either. So remember, think different thoughts, take different actions and do different stuff. That's how you get out of your comfort zone and go to that big juicy next level. 
Hey there, it's me. I just want to interrupt this amazing episode and remind you that there is a sweet giveaway going on. All you got to do is scroll over on your Apple Podcasts app, click the Kelly Track Show, scroll down to write a review and leave your rave review and Instagram handle so I can find you. And then you will be entered to win both Your Best Life and Your Conscious Empire, which are my two top-notch courses. So when you're done enjoying this episode, be sure to go leave a rating and review and the universe will so give you a cosmic wink and some good karma will flow your way today. And if you need a visual of what I'm talking about, just go to kellytrack.com slash giveaway and it's totally right there for you. All right, peeps, back to the show. So step six is really simple. It's called take action. Okay, take action and do it now. Do it now, do it now, do it now. We talked about this a lot in that episode. I'll link it in the show notes about how to go to the next level in your life and it's taking action. It's not hitting snooze and not sleeping in 10 more minutes. I mean, yeah, sleep in on the days you need to sleep in, but it's like a metaphor, right? Metaphor is always like, it's not being like, oh, that big uncomfortable thing. Yeah, I'm gonna hit snooze on that and do it next month. It's like, uh, do it now. Like hire that coach right the frick now. Enroll in that class right now. Get help right now. Get that book from the library right now. Google that thing right now. Taking action right now gets you places. This is what successful people do all the time. Same thing. The people that you admire on Instagram and whatnot, those peeps that you're like, oh man, their life is so cool. That's because they take action. You know, sometimes I look at those fashion bloggers. I love fashion bloggers. There's a couple that I follow and I've been following them for years and I just love their work. And sometimes it can look like, oh, they just post pictures of their outfit and like, how hard could that be? Yo, they took a ton of action. They built their blogs. They wake up every day, take photos of their outfit, style, prep, photo shoot, go to photo shoots, sit in the traffic in LA. Like there's so much action behind the work of successful people. People just assume it's easy or automatic or overnight. They always say it takes 10 years to become an overnight success. And I know I've repeated that so many times on the podcast, but it's true. It's true. It takes 10 years of backend work before you're like Oprah level famous. So if you want to be Oprah level famous in 15 years, then start your dreams in five years. If you want to be Oprah level famous in 10 years, start your dreams right now, right? Because taking action gets you places. And there's a lot of backend work before you see like, immense results. Sure. You can be successful early on. Like I am like a couple months away from hitting the two year mark in my business. And I would say I'm very successful given that I haven't even hit the two year point. Right. Especially when you think about timelines of where other people are, it's surprising because the people who got there sooner just took more action. Plus Malcolm Gladwell always has said, you know, it takes 10,000 hours to become a master at something, right? So 10,000 hours realistically looks about, looks like eight years of showing up for a full-time job of showing up for eight years to hone your craft. So that makes a ton of sense, right? It takes about 10 years to become a quote unquote overnight success where you are on the Oprah show. And it takes about eight years to really become a master at what you're doing. You decide when the clock starts. You know, when I started kellytrack.com, I was 23 because I was like, I decide when the clock starts. And I knew by the time I was 33, I would hit the Oprah level of success. You just decide when the clock begins. You decide when you want to get successful. You decide when you start. And tip, if I could give you any piece of advice, start right now, start right now and take action on it immediately because you know, you can be successful. You can hit the Oprah level if you start right now, or if you're going to delay your dreams and start in five years, it's going to take you 15 years to get to Oprah level. Or if you think you need to wait 10 years before you can start your thing, then you're going to need 
20 years to get to the Oprah level. OMG. So real talk, I want to hit Oprah level like ASAP. I mean, hello, everybody loves Oprah. Shout out to you if you love Oprah. Raise your hand if you love Oprah. Oh my God. I feel like Oprah was like the original expander for everybody. (laughs) I love Oprah. Anyways, if you want that level of success, you got to start now, right? And we have to work our way to get there. So take action. Number six, take action. No excuses. Just do it. Just take action. It's actually very easy. You just do that thing. I know sometimes we like make it a big process or it's like seven hacks to taking action or like eight steps to like doing that thing. Uh, It's really just one step. Do it now. Take action. Pause this episode and like go do that thing. I remember when I was like finally so sick of like doing the podcast and like editing the show, I was like, oh my God, I was listening to Jenna Kutcher, who is one of my favorites. I love her podcast, the Gold Digger podcast. She's one of my expanders because she's somebody, she's female, she's younger, she's rocking a multiple seven-figure business. She's exactly the kind of expander I'm looking at. And she was like, yeah, just like take action and hire your team. And I was like, oh my God, duh. And I literally went on the computer and I was like, okay, podcast editors. And I did a Google search and I was like, who can I hire to do my podcast? Lo and behold, Podigy flowed into my life. Amazing, right? Take action right now. Literally, you guys could honestly take action on your dreams right this second. Do what I did. I was listening to Jenna Kutcher and then I hired Podigy to edit my show. You know, that's how it works. This could be you literally right now listening to the Kelly Track show. Now, phase two, going onto Google and doing that thing you know you need to do, whether that is hiring me, enrolling in a class, signing up for something, ordering that book off Amazon. It's like doing it right now so that you don't put pause on your dreams anymore. Always important, take action. If you just take action, there's really not a lot else you got to do. I know it's like pretty basic and really profound, but because our mindset is not always in tip top shape, there's usually a long pause before we actually do it. Now, number seven, number seven is investing in yourself. Okay. This is imperative. Investing in yourself is amazing. And investing in your dreams, investing in your potential, investing in people who can help you. You know, people who are smart know that they need help, right? If you think you can do it all by yourself and you're going to just one person it and just do it and just go for it hundred percent on your own. Yes, that can take you to a certain level of success, but If you need to hit that next tier, you're going to need help. Another thing about those people that you follow and look up to online, they all have a load of people on their team supporting them, right? Those people that you love, the people who you listen to their show or their podcast or their YouTube channel, chances are they have help or they have support or they're seeing a counselor or a therapist or a healer or they're working with somebody. It's not just them. Successful people know that they should get help and they invest in help. Either somebody to work with, like a life coach, or you know maybe they're going for acupuncture or maybe they are getting some private yoga teacher lessons where their yoga teacher comes over to their house because they're really, you know, their plate's really full. They're investing in themselves and they have people to support them. Invest in yourself. So coaches and mentors and courses are perfect for this kind of thing. And I know I plug the whole like get coaching, enroll in a course. I know I bring it up a lot. And honestly, I'm telling it to you straight. It has helped me get to where I am in my business. Hiring coaches, enrolling in programs, learning stuff I needed to know, putting down the credit card to fill in my knowledge gaps, putting down the credit card to go get help from somebody who is already 10 steps ahead of me. That's how you shorten the learning gap, right? If you have a coach, they just tell you what you need to do. They're like, oh, I've been there before and you just have to do this and this and this and this. It saves you 
immense amount of time and money and skills because like I shared in that episode about how to get to the next level in your life, Dr. Jeff Spencer in his book, you know, The Goal Achievement Roadmap, he was saying that if you try to figure it out on your own, you can get there in about 20 years. With sound advice and counseling and coaching, you can get there in about two. You guys, that's like 18 surplus years. That's the power of coaches. So a really great coach is one that can see the possibilities in you, one that can see your potential, one that can pick out your zones of genius and say, this is something you need to capitalize on. This is where you're going to monetize your business. This is how you're going to do it. It's the people who can pick out the star talent. Okay. So here's a good metaphor. Really good coaches are like legit the judges on American Idol. They know, and they can like scout talent. They're really on top of it. They know what sounds good. They know whose vocals sound good. They know who has star potential. Sometimes we don't see the star potential in ourselves and you just need a coach to say, Hey, I see that in you. That has potential. You totally have that gift. And we just need to do X, Y, and Z and rock the strategy and you are golden. So real quick, and I'm going to be super honest, like this is one of my best gifts. Like if Kelly Track sees one of your zones of genius, watch out. Okay. If Kelly Track sees you, I'm very good at picking up on talent. It's one of my favorite things to be like, Hey, did you know that you're really awesome at that? Or you are really excellent at that. And this is how we can kind of make it a little bit more, or you know what? I see this potential in you to do this thing. Or I know this is going to sound crazy, but you and -and so-and-so should like work together because you guys are magnetic together. So my friends, you've been warned when you sign up for coaching with me, you get that, you get that essence of, oh my God, I see your star potential. I love finding that in people and it needs a certain kind of person and a certain kind of eye to be like, hmm, I can see this in you. And it's that visionary component. Not a lot of people are visionaries and that's why there's not a lot of Steve Jobs in the world. But finding that person who can see the talent in you is so helpful when you can't see it in yourself. So invest in the people that can see the possibilities for your life because sometimes you can't see them because you don't know your zone of genius or you don't know what you're really good at or you don't know what's really magnetic about yourself or you just can't see how you can take yourself and like monetize it or turn your passions into a profit. So it's that trained, skilled eye. So I encourage you, when you're looking to invest in a coach or a mentor, somebody who can spot stars. Ask yourself this question. Would this person be a good judge on American Idol? Like think about it in that. Like if you had a bunch of people who were coming in to audition for some sort of thing, they wanted to start something, they wanted to create something, they wanted to go for a certain job. And then you had this panel of judges who were like coaches. You wanted to ask yourself, is the coach I'm looking at, can they spot the star potential? Can they help nourish this in me? Because not a lot of coaches can do this. This is a specific trained, skilled eye to see talent and like be like, okay, let's seriously monetize this and like make this a legit business off this like one thing or like be able to see things. It's, it's a certain kind of person. So always be on the lookout if you're going to invest in a program or a course or a person that they have that ability to spot talent. It's super important because otherwise you're just kind of going for something mediocre and that's not cool because if you're going to put down money for something, you want it to provide a ton of value. P.S. Quick note on the topic of coaching. I have already started my 2019 waitlist. There has been enough demand and a ton of stuff coming my way. So if you are looking at coaching with me in 2019 and working with me as your life or business coach, when you are ready, you can just head to kellytrack.com slash coaching and apply. And then 
once we get on the phone and you've been approved and we are a rock solid aligned team and fit, we can figure out when it works for you. And I'll literally block off that chunk of time together. So I'm only taking on about one or two clients a month in 2019. So there's just a handful of spots. And if you want one, hop on that waitlist ASAP. And you can do that by just applying for coaching on my website. Plus all the links are going to be in the show notes. So it's super easy for you. Now, the last thing I want to leave you with is this step and it's step eight. It's to have a weekly check-in with yourself and to ask yourself this question, am I playing it small? This is a really good question to ask yourself actually every week. Sometimes we never ask ourselves this question at all. And sometimes we ask it to ourselves once every quarter, or maybe we ask ourselves twice a year, or maybe we just bring it up on New Year's Eve. Ask yourself every week, don't let the everyday slip because if you let a couple weeks slip by and not a lot of stuff is changing or stuff isn't really happening or moving and you're kind of just repeating the same patterns, you can get a grip on that really quickly. You don't want your 2018 to look exactly like 2019, right? So if you start letting weeks slip by and nothing's really changing, there's no new energy circulating, you're not taking action, you're kind of just living out the same days, that's a really good time to ask yourself, Am I playing it small? So have a weekly check-in and just ask yourself literally every week, am I playing it small? Am I playing it small? Am I playing it small? Or ask yourself other questions like, am I really on my aligned path? Is this what I really want to be doing? Am I really where I'm supposed to be right now? So take the time to ask yourself these questions once a week. Ask yourself and have that weekly check-in. You know, it's a free tool. Like asking yourself a question, asking your intuition or your higher power or your divinity or your higher consciousness and where you are in terms of your life path, it's free to tap into that knowledge at any time. I used to watch this ad on TV all the time. Did you guys ever see those ads on TV where you could call in for like phone dating? I don't know really what it was. It was calling for quests. Maybe that's like a Canadian like hotline to date people. But anyways, it was always like, it's free to try. It's free to call quest. It's free to try. Maybe you had those ads too, wherever you live in the world, but I never forgot it. A, I thought it was funny. And B, it reminded me that it's free to try. And I always think about that when it comes to tools or the mindset work or strategies or tactics. It's free to check in with ourselves. It's a free tool to ask yourself a question once a week and get clarity. It's literally free. Sometimes we think the answers are in other people or we need a guru or a guide or a healer to fix us and like answer these questions for us. Like me asking that person and asking Jen, am I playing it small with my life? Go in and get the clarity yourself. Ask yourself, am I playing it small? Get that weekly check-in. It's free to ask. So peeps, those were the eight things I wanted to share with you. Really quickly in summary, I'm going to whip through these eight steps one more time. Number one, have a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. Number two, go for what you really, really want. No excuses. Do it Spice Girls style. Three, Understand that anything can change and always have that possibility in your heart. Number four, stop settling. Number five, make it a habit out of getting out of your comfort zone. Number six, take action. Successful people take actions. No ifs, ands, or buts. Seven, invest in yourself. Put down the credit card for stuff to support you. And number eight, have a weekly check-in with yourself and ask the question, am I playing it small with my life? All right, my friends, and there you have it. That is the whole show for you today. Thank you so much for being here and for being tuned in to the Kelly Track Show. I so appreciate you. And I want to let you know, honestly, that I really believe in your dreams. You know, 
a lot of people are naysayers out there. They say you can't do it. They don't believe in possibility. They don't really dwell in that growth mindset. And I want to let you know that I am your pal. I believe in you. I see you. I see you showing up every single week to the podcast and like learning, exploring, getting educated, growing your mindset, pursuing what you love. And I want to let you know that I believe in you. And if nobody else believes in you in your life, Kelly Track believes in you and she always believes in you. Okay. Always always. So I wanted to say thank you so much for subscribing to the show and thank you so much for rating and reviewing the podcast. Those ratings and reviews are so helpful for me. If you are loving the podcast, honestly, a big favor that you could do is to seriously go leave a rave review of the podcast over on Apple Podcasts app. Seriously, like honestly, those things are ridiculously important. So if you haven't left one, please do it. Like you guys, I do this show for you for free. I give you a ton of value. I literally teach you stuff that I would be doing with you in like one of my high-end business coaching or life coaching sessions. So if this has spoken to you at all or supported you in any way, if you leave a rating and review for the podcast, you will totally still get in on the giveaway that's going on. So you can still enter to win both of my courses. Make sure to leave also your Instagram handle. And I swear to God, it's an act of giving. So if you leave a review of the podcast, something good will flow your way. Legit. The universe works like that. When you put out good energy and good vibrations and you support and you help and you give back, not always take, 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 good stuff comes your way. Being really honest, you guys, when I'm having a low day or when I want more money to flow into my life or when I'm waiting for more like sales to come in for a course or something or whatever I'm doing and I'm trying to call in more abundance, I give. I literally go out there and I, you know, I'll like give money, give time. I will go over to my favorite podcasters shows. I'll leave reviews. I'll leave reviews for books. I'll leave reviews on like iTunes. I'll do whatever it takes to give. That's a really easy way to get into that higher vibration is to give. So if you haven't left a review for the podcast, and you love this show, it would literally mean the world to me. So thank you so much for those of you that do it, who write really kind things. And I also want to take a second to give a shout out to the review of the week. So this one comes from Julianne and comes all the way from Denmark and she gives it five stars and she writes, Kelly is the big sister I wish I had. Honestly, you guys, I read this review and it legit made me smile so brightly. So she writes, the content and energy that Kelly brings to the podcast is absolutely magical. Every episode is real, raw, and honest. She's seriously like the big sister I wish I had and aspire to be, unconditionally caring, optimistic, and believes in others. If you want to get some of that energy, make sure to listen to her podcast and other content. It will shift your life. Thank you so much, Julianne. That is so beautiful. Literally like the kindest, most generous, gorgeous thing a person could say. And I so appreciate that you find so much value in the show. It literally makes me the happiest that other people love this stuff as much as I love making it for you. So thank you so much, Julianne. And if you want to be the review of the week next week, please go take a sec to write something nice over on iTunes. P.S. This is so funny. I also kind of manifested a ton of reviews. I had this goal to hit some more reviews because you guys, ratings and reviews, I know this is, if you're still listening, I love you. So ratings and reviewings are really important on the podcast app for like how you show up in the charts. And like when I want to have big guests on the show, people look at this kind of stuff and they legit read it and then determine if they want to come on, especially if I'm cold pitching. So these kind of things matter. And I had a goal to hit 60 ratings and reviews and you guys, I'm at 59. That's so good. You know, it takes kind of a lot to get people to go take an action on something. And especially when it's like 
doing something kind of tedious or small, like, you know, the extra action step of logging in and going over and just scrolling down and writing review. It takes a little bit of extra, you know, extra intention. And I always really appreciate the people that go above and beyond to give back and to support. So thank you so much to all of you. I have manifested my 60 reviews and I really appreciate that. Seriously, seriously, seriously. So thank you so much to all of you that have done it. And for the peeps that are going to, like right now, as soon as this episode ends, I love you and I really appreciate you. And FYI, something good will come your way today because you chose to do something giving. Yo, that get into that good vibration, right? Yo, come on, who doesn't want more good energy and abundance? Giving, 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 giving is always the way to get there. So thank you so much for your kind words. And I love you guys. I appreciate you. I think you are awesome. You are the world to me and I will catch you back here soon. All right, have a good day. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening today. If you love this episode, please take a second to share it with somebody that you know needs to hear this message. And if you feel so called and so moved, please write an honest review of what you think about this podcast in iTunes and leave me some stars. That would truly help me out on my journey to helping millions and millions of people. And until next time, have a lovely day and I'm so excited to see you back here soon. 